You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. Eminem's freestyle takedown of President Donald Trump at the BET Awards went viral this week. The Detroit rapper explicitly drew a line in the sand, telling his fans, time to choose a side. He says they cannot be loyal supporters of both Trump and Eminem. Here's a piece of what Eminem said. And any fan of mine who's a supporter of his, I'm drawing in the sand a line you're either for or against. And if you can't decide who you like more in your split on who you should stand beside, I'll do it for you with this. The video sends a strong visual message as well. Eminem is standing in front of a group of black men who watch as he freestyles, freestyles about Donald Trump. The fact that he launched the video from the BET Awards lays bare who Eminem views as his people versus his audience. But the rapper, whose legal name is Marshall Mathers, comes from an area of Metro Detroit that's very different than the image he projects in that video. He was raised in Macomb County, a region that arguably propelled Donald Trump into the White House. The county has long been viewed as a bellwether in American politics, epitomizing the idea of fierce working class white independence. It's also home to a guy named Bob Ritchie, who goes by Kid Rock. He represents a really different side of Macomb County voters, those who remain increasingly loyal to the president. This week, Politico magazine digital editor Zach Stanton, also a native of Macomb County, wrote an article that explored the two artists as political figures titled The Bellwether County That Explains Eminem and Kid Rock. The subtitle reads, just north of Detroit, Macomb County has emerged as the de facto national capital of white middle America. Now its two most famous native sons are entering the political fray. It follows a column in the Free Press last month by music critic Brian McCollum titled 20 Years In, Kid Rock, Eminem, and ICP, uh, Insane Clown Posse, are politically relevant and culturally divided. Joining me now are Zach Stanton, who is the digital editor at Politico Magazine, and Brian McCollum, who is the Free Press music critic. Both of you, welcome to Detroit Today. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Uh, so I want to start with you, Zach. Uh, let's talk about uh, your your column uh, this week about how Macomb County sort of produced both of these artists, uh, but how the politics of Macomb County sort of, uh, I guess, wrap around them quite differently. Yeah. So uh, as you mentioned, I'm a Macomb County native, and uh, even though I work at a national magazine now, I've been trying to find a way to write about Macomb for quite some time, <laughs> and uh, you know the uh, the Eminem uh, freestyle proved that opportunity. Um, and you know, as I've thought about Macomb and as I've talked to other people from Macomb, it it really seems that uh, you know Eminem and Kid Rock, the two most famous people from Macomb County, uh, both sort of encapsulate different aspects of Macomb. They're both like two sides of the same coin. Uh, Kid Rock is from the northern part of the county in, in Romeo, Michigan. Uh, he is actually from a life, uh, a childhood of, of wealth and relative privilege. Mm-hmm. Uh, his dad owned a car dealership in Sterling Heights. Uh, and, you know, though he, he has this persona of the sort of the trailer park pimp as he's uh, built himself in the past, 
uh, he he didn't live that sort of life. He lived a very different life in in a very rural area uh, in Macomb County. Uh, Eminem, you know, grew up in Warren and and in East Detroit, and then also in Harper Woods, uh, and represents the real working class uh, southern part of Macomb County. And you know, we've seen this push and pull between mm-hmm. the two aspects of Macomb County over decades, uh, reflected in the politics. Uh, you know, southern Macomb County tends to be Democratic, northern Macomb County tends to be Republican, and uh, and there's a great interplay between the two. Yeah. Uh, you know, you have Hall Road, uh, M59, it's a dividing line, it's sort of a Mason-Dixon line in some ways, where everything south of it tends to be pretty Democratic, everything north of it tends to be pretty Republican. And, uh, you know, you, you look at Macomb and the way that it's been viewed uh, for decades and decades by folks in the national media, as well as just people plugged into politics, uh, it's been seen as this epicenter of, uh, of white middle America, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, back mm-hmm. in the 80s, you had uh, Stanley Greenberg, who, who nowadays is a really famous pollster in politics, yes. but back then was just a, an academic at Yale uh, who was brought in uh, by Macomb Democrats to help explain why they were losing some of their elections. And he basically pinpointed that there's this Reagan Democrat phenomenon going on. And uh, it's happening in places like Macomb throughout the nation. Right. Uh, and since then, uh, Macomb has played the central role in defining uh, defining American politics in many ways. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brian, your column, uh, I want to read a little from it. Uh, it sort of dovetails with this very subject. Beyond the day-to-day partisan causes and opinions is a more significant reality. Kid Rock, Eminem, and ICP have become avatars for three distinct white political identities. Whatever loosely linked these guys 20 years ago uh, has long since fractured. They were once just rivals on the Detroit rap scene. At this point, they operate in disparate social and cultural spheres, each politically pitted against the other. Uh, We have seen Kid Rock here uh, make a splash uh, politically, locally, as you know, he opened up LCA uh, with six shows. Uh, This week, we see Eminem return home to make a really strong political statement. Talk about that that distance between them. And also, I'm really curious, is there any personal relationship between the two of them? Uh, there certainly has been through the years, sure, absolutely. Uh, in fact, the the column you're talking about included a, a, an old photo of Kid Rock and Eminem together, which I, I think raised a lot of eyebrows. Like, uh-huh. Holy cow, these guys actually <laughs> stood side by side. But that wasn't uncommon back then. You know, in the 90s, the Detroit quote-unquote hip-hop scene was a a really insular circle, actually, and really anybody who was doing anything kind of wound up in that mix. They all were hanging together. Yeah, or at least crossing paths. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a, a sort of famous story about uh, an unknown Eminem popping up at an in-store appearance that Kid Rock was doing in Roseville one afternoon, <laughs> demanding that he let him get up there and battle him on stage, <laughs> uh, rap, rap battle. Uh-huh. Uh, so certainly, yeah, they've been acquainted through the years, and I think they had stayed that way even as they both blew up nationally. Um, but what was just fascinating to me is that evolution from the 90s, from three artists who probably didn't give a darn about politics back mm-hmm. in those days. I, in fact, I was thinking about it, I... I I don't think I, maybe this is a dereliction of duty, I don't think I or many other journalists back then would have even thought to ask them, like, hey, who are you voting for right. this November? Right. 
it just wasn't part of that sphere that they were operating in. Yeah. Um, so to see them uh, emerge over the last two decades into these very visible political proponents is uh, really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zach, w- one of the things that, that I think separates uh, Eminem and Kid Rock is the way they relate to black culture. Yeah. Um, uh, and and they both, of course, are white musicians uh, who, uh, who, who, who function and who uh, create in a black space, uh, largely Eminem more so today than Kid Rock uh, does. But but there's a lot of folks who would say that what Kid Rock did was sort of adopt a, a hip hop style mm-hmm. uh, and appropriate uh, some of the hip hop symbols uh, and and markers, and then go on to a career that is disconnected from hip hop in many ways and disconnected from black people. Whereas Eminem did the same thing, but stays in uh, that that original black space. Uh, can you talk about the difference between the two of them there? Absolutely. You know, Kid Rock in particular has a really complicated relationship with black America. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his, his stage persona, the name itself, of course, comes from you know him going to sort of underground uh, rap parties in the 80s and uh, the largely black audience members saying, like, watch that white Kid Rock. And uh, you know, he's a guy who has at various times performed in front of a giant Confederate flag as mm-hmm. his backdrop on stage. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also a guy who uh, was a single father of a biracial son. Uh, he is a guy who uh, has, uh, you know, been given awards by the NAACP and uh, at the same time uh, didn't have any problem with the Confederate flag continuing to be a part of uh sort of public persona and uh you know he's he's a complicated guy in that sense sure. uh, you know as you note he has moved away from rap that was certainly how he began uh was was you know he was a, a rapper he did songs um that uh you know p- perhaps can't be played anymore even uh that uh, found a home on on uh, local rap stations in Detroit mm-hmm. uh Eminem uh he he has continued to embrace hip-hop. He's continued to embrace uh, black culture, and certainly you saw that with his freestyle this week, uh, You know, talking about the need to stand with Colin Kaepernick and, and those kneeling in the NFL and uh, that forming a, a sort of a central criticism of his, uh, his, uh, his uh, critique uh, against President Trump. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's read some Facebook comments here. Joshua says the left will embrace Eminem as he ripped on Trump over the exact same bigoted, misogynistic things that has made him, both KR and Eminem, tens of millions of dollars. Publicity stunt. Both have albums coming out, I bet. Uh, Mary on Facebook says M has been irrelevant for so long, just like Kathy Griffin. Total publicity stunt. So not a lot of favor for either musician coming from Facebook. Uh, We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to continue talking about Kid Rock, Eminem, and Macomb County, the roots they share there, the politics that they don't share today. Uh, Stay with us and stay with us on the phones. 313-577-1019 is the number. We'll be right back on Detroit Today.
You're listening to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and as always, thanks for tuning in. My guests are Zach Stanton. He's a digital editor for Political Magazine. He wrote an article this week titled The Bellwether County That Explains Eminem and Kid Rock. He's referring there to our very own Macomb County, just north of Detroit. Also here is Brian McCollum. He's the Detroit Free Press music critic. He wrote an article last month for the Free Press called 20 Years In, Kid Rock, Eminem, and ICP, that's Insane Clown Posse, are politically relevant and culturally divided. We are talking about the common roots of Kid Rock and Eminem in Macomb County and how they are both uh, on the national political scene now, making statements, but in very, very different veins. Uh, if you want to join the conversation, give us a call. 313-577-1019 is the number. On the phones, that's 313-577-1019. You can also go to the WDT Facebook page and put your comments there or uh, go to Twitter and hashtag us. We'll work your, conversa- we'll work your comments into the conversation. Let's go to Ken and Shelby Township calling us from Macomb County. Ken, welcome to Detroit Today. Good morning, Stephen. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Uh, hey, I wanted to comment uh, on Eminem's statement regarding his fans and drawing that line. Uh-huh. I think, um, you know, what he had said is what a lot of us are feeling at this point. Uh, you know, in the past, I've been able to um, separate, you know, political beliefs, uh, religious beliefs, etc. Um based on, you know, policy or agenda. Uh-huh. Um, but at this point, we've crossed the line, uh, you know, to basic human morals. Yeah. Um, the same way I don't surround myself with friends who are, you know, racist, thieves, liars, cheats, uh, sexual offenders. Um, I've, you know, also drawn that line at this point and said, if you support Trump, I don't want to associate with you. Wow. Wow. Ken, um, that's a pretty that's a pretty strong statement for you as an individual to take uh, uh, as your way of, of dealing with people. I really appreciate the call and, and you're sharing that with us. Brian, I'm curious about uh, what I was talking about earlier uh, in the earlier segment on the show, the risk of doing something like this. I mean, saying to your fans, I don't want you to be my fan if you like this political figure, I can't think of I can't think of many other instances of artists taking that kind of a hard line. I haven't been able to think of any. And actually, I've I've spent the last couple of days talking to some, you know, musically tuned in friends, people in the industry, asking that very question. Hey, do you do you remember any occasion in the past where uh, an artist with a political stance came out and said, "I don't want you if you don't agree with me"? Nobody could come up with a name yeah. or a situation. Um, it is, yeah. It's it's it seems unprecedented to me. Um, you know, for years the the kind of the standard line has been, you know, you may not agree with my politics, but you're welcome to enjoy my work. Right. Um, you know, I, I remember situations like when the Dixie Chicks came out with the big anti-Bush stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There was a lot of criticism of fans who turned their back on the group. You know, what separate the art from the from the politics. Um, so in a way, it seems like Eminem is kind of breaking that tacit understanding that's existed for a long time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go to Dave in Ferndale. Dave, welcome to Detroit Today. Hey, thanks, Stephen. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Oh, fantastic. Um, uh, I know you guys are short on time. I'm just going to say uh, I've never been a big fan of M, and I'm certainly no fan of Kid Rock. I've been a musician around this town for 30-plus years, huh. but I have major league respect for M for what he said, 
and your guess is correct. I I can't remember the last time I heard any artist, <laughs> even local or, or or national, say you know either you're with me or you're not. But he's so angry, and he's in such a place that I, I get where he's coming from, and I have great respect for that. Huh. And that's just what I have to say about that. Yeah, no, Dave, uh, I, I really appreciate your calling as a as a fellow musician, uh, sort of weighing in on on the risk that uh, that Eminem is taking there. I, I again, I think that's pretty significant. Let's uh, quickly go to Matthew in Detroit. Matthew, uh, we've only got a few minutes left, but I want to get you in here. Uh, welcome. No to problem. Today. I appreciate it, Stephen. Go ahead. Um, what I just want to remind everybody is that. You know, sort of M, M and Kid, they, they came up from the same from the same area, the same spot, and I know that that's been a topic. But Eminem's worth a half a billion dollars, and is still embracing his middle class or lower class fans, the people that made him rich. He's standing up and saying something for the people that don't have a stage or a voice to to to, to say what he can say. And Kid Rock, he sort of walked away. I mean, a lot of people don't remember Kid Rock's first album came out in 1987 called Grit Sandwiches for Breakfast, which was an entirely hip-hop album. Kid Rock came up the same way that M did, but mm-hmm. now has turned his back on his lower middle-class fans and is hanging out in the Billionaire Boys Club. He seems to have <laughs> forgot where it came from, while M is standing up with his stage, with his power that he has to uh, yeah. leave a message. Yeah, no, for, Matthew... For, or middle class individual. I think that's a really that's a really interesting uh, distinction. Zach Stanton, talk about that. Is is Kid Rock uh, sort of walking away from who made him who he is? I don't think he would see it that way. Um, I think that certainly uh, it's possible to see it that way, though. Um, you know, when you go to his concerts nowadays. Um, you can see, uh, you know, as you saw recently at the Little Caesars Arena, uh, you know, he has this whole shtick where he comes out and, you know, has like a faux presidential podium that mm-hmm. he stands behind and mm-hmm. gives a little political spiel that, uh, you know, it has this sort of cultural nostalgia <laughs> running through it. Uh, and you see that same cultural nostalgia uh, running through a lot of his songs uh, where he, there's this sense of, you know, we need to get back in touch with this, like, good old American way of doing things. And so I, I think in some ways uh, you would see, uh, like, his idea of what class is uh, is more that it's defined by culture rather mm-hmm. than economics, mm-hmm. perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so you see that in songs like uh, Have a Beer with Dad, where he's talking about the, the ills of the modern world and, you know, how we can't pray in schools anymore and this, that, and the other. And that you know maybe this could all be solved if we just went and had a <laughs> had a beer with dad or right. something like that, um, which is a very you know it's a particular way of looking at things that that certainly has an appeal to his uh, to some white working class fans. You know Eminem uh, similarly has uh, white working class fans yeah. uh, who have a very different uh, mindset and a different way of thinking about the world and approaching it. And so I think in their own ways, uh, each uh, is being true to their fans. Um, but, uh, you know, what that truth looks like is very different. Yeah. Okay, go, uh, quickly, I, it, Brian, it, we've got about a minute left. It, go it's, ahead. it's probably worth pointing out how different they've always been as people. Mm-hmm. I remember yeah. the first time I met Kid Rock in, uh, yeah, Kid Rock in 1996, I think, so I to interview him for a story. This gregarious guy who invited me out to party with him that <laughs> night. First time I met Eminem that same year, actually. Uh, the guy who could barely make eye contact, yeah. really shy, Much very, shyer. very reclusive, yeah. and they've 
they both, you know, that's just blossomed. Those two personalities yeah. have only amplified in the years since. Yeah. All right, Zach Stanton, digital editor of, of Political Magazine. Brian McCollum, music critic for the Detroit Free Press. Thank you both for being here on Detroit Today. Thanks, Thanks Stephen. That's going to do it for me this week. I'll be back on Monday. Hope you will, too. This is 1019 WDET, Detroit's public radio station, public service of Wayne State University. See you on Monday.